Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Soldiers, Warriors of Christ. In this little podcast, we're going to be discussing things that we think about, how, what we worry about. You know, what are, what are some things you worry about? How anxious do you tend to be? I mean, what are you thinking? What causes anxiety in you? What causes you to worry? So we're going to be looking at Philippians 4, 4 through 9. And we're going to try to attempt to put away that worry, that anxiety, and change that negative thinking. First of all, I would like to make it clear. We can be concerned for things. But when we worry, it wreaks havoc in our minds, and that spills over into our lives. Being concerned is a constructive way of thinking that prepares us and actually helps us to adapt. Being worried is a destructive way of thinking that leads to unnecessary stress and panic. Concern is driven by circumstances, but worry is driven by insecurity during the circumstances. Or even worried a circumstance will come about. You know, concern helps you plan and take necessary steps, but worry may consume you and take control and stop you in your steps and you can't move forward you know many people can even reach a point where worry takes such a strong hold that it can lead to anxiety or panic attacks you know for you who who have these type of of attacks you know here's something that may help it's called the 333 rule you can try this the next next time uh, an attack happens first look around and name three things that you see. Second, name three things that you hear, three sounds you hear. And third, move three parts of your body, whether it be fingers, toes, hands, feet, arms, whatever three parts. You know, when you feel you can't breathe and your heart is pounding and your thoughts is going 1,000 miles per hour, this 333 rule may help you center your mind and it interrupts that that those negative thoughts that's causing the attack now we all face worry and there is something or a list of things we worry about you know we worry about our children our family our friends our job i mean we even worry about worrying so much worry just maybe takes over your mind and that's all you can think about and it's always negative you know but when we get down to it worry is a sin in a way, we're saying, I trust God, but maybe he can't control this. And when we're worried, we're kind of taking a jab at God and his character. You know, we know he spoke things into existence. He parted the Red Sea for the Israelites. He brought down the walls of Jericho and he raised Christ from the dead. And the list goes on of God's great power. But it's like we feel he can't help us in our problem or he's unable to even intervene in our lives at all. Well... Let's get into this because, you know, you're listening on, you know, I know how to worry. I know how to worry. Like, I know how to worry. I know what worry is. How do I stop doing it? Okay, well, let's get into it. You know, first, let's, let's go ahead and read the scriptures. In Philippians 4, we're going to be beginning in verse 4. You know, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. 
be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's pretty, pretty self-explanatory, right? You know, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That's kind of a difficult thing to do sometime, right? You know, when we first read this, we may say, boy, that's not easy. That's very hard to rejoice when I'm going through such a difficult time. But notice, Paul didn't write rejoice over your circumstance or rejoice because of your difficult times or even rejoice in those around you. No, he wrote rejoice in the Lord. You know, when we, when we face whatever, we could think back to previous times we thought would crush us, but didn't, because Christ gave us the strength to overcome those obstacles. God provided a way out of it then, and he'll provide a way out of whatever it is you're going through now. He did it before, he'll do it again. And we have Christ helping us, giving us strength, and many times even carrying us through it. You know, that's, that's what Paul is meaning in Philippians 4.13 when he writes, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You know, we too can have this same confidence that no matter what we face, whether we're full or hungry, honored or humiliated, whether we, we have more than enough or we suffer greatly, we know that we could do all things, not just some things, not just things here or there, but all things through Christ who gives us the strength to face whatever this life or the enemy throws at us with confidence. With this confidence, we have joy and we can rejoice in Christ knowing that his strength will, give, will get us through. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. <clears throat> now again, or don't misunderstand all things, you know, I could jump off of a, of, a, of a ledge and not die. That's not what he's meaning there. Let's not take advantage of it. Let's use some common sense here. You know, basically Paul is saying, I can face any situation, whether good or bad, whether it's a tragedy or whether it's something that, that I can be happy about. I could face it. And I can make it through anything because Christ is the one who gives me the strength to face anything and make it through. You could face whatever. Rejoice in the Lord who gets you through whatever it is that you are going through. Always. And again, I say rejoice. Verse 5. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. You know, that word moderation here is meaning restraint and a calmness of mind. Even when others are in an uproar, we can be calm and collected, trusting that God is in control. You know, other translations say to let your gentleness be evident to all. No matter the situation, we show love, we show kindness, compassion, gentleness, calmness, temperance, and self-control. And you think about it, when we do this, 
we do it so others can see it. And when they see you are unwavered, that you are calm, that you are at peace, no matter what it is, you know, it makes them wonder, how, how can this person be so calm when everything is falling apart? And this gives you a chance to share Christ with them. You know, the only way I can make it through this is because Christ. He's the one who's given me the strength to make it through. It's not me. Let's look at verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. You know, in other translations, it says, be, be anxious for nothing. You know, don't be anxious. Don't worry about anything. But in every, in every situation, pray and plea earnestly in a humble way to God and make all your requests known to Him. Be thankful that the Father hears you and will help you and, and just know that He cares enough to help you. I mean, of course He already knows all you have need of. But being that He is the perfect Father, He wants to hear it from you. He takes joy in hearing from His children. You know, we confide in Him. We trust in Him. And also trust and have faith that He knows what's best. And that He will provide all you need. We have faith in Him. And know that He is in control. And nothing can get at us that will catch Him off guard. And when we do this, this is the result. Verse 7, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus you know when we take all our worries all of our problems all that we are concerned about all these thoughts that plague our minds to God in prayer he will give us this peace and the peace he gives will go way beyond our understanding and, and even the understanding of others you know they see this peace you have and they just can't understand how you can have such peace in the midst of this chaos this tragedy, this time that should end you and crush you and take you out. Prayer causes you to focus on God and give your burdens to Him as He teaches you to rely on Christ. And again, it makes other people wonder, how are they, how are they doing it? I just don't understand. How can they have peace and be so calm in the midst of all this? We praise God through the best things and the bad things and all things. And again, you know, by relying on Christ and taking your request, letting your request be made known unto God, being thankful that He is your Father, that you have Christ, that you know you have a God of power, of peace that actually hears you and actually wants to hear you. And the peace of God, and it will guard, it will pro protect your heart and your mind through Christ as you rely more and more on him I mean wow what should we worry about be anxious for nothing don't worry about anything because God is in control verse 8 finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now let's think about this for a minute. What is the starting point for all behavior? What drives your behavior? 
the mind. The mind is the battlefield where it all starts, where it all begins. You know what I mean? Whether it's thoughts planted by the enemy, the world, yourself, the media, a person, it gets into your mind and it sways your behavior. You know, and whatever consumes your thoughts controls your life. What comes into your mind affects your heart and your affections. If it's worry, perversion, greed, a problem, a person, or whatever, it will control your life. And the same goes for if your thoughts are consumed by Christ, and if all your thoughts are filtered through the Word of God, your thoughts and desires are governed by what is being fed into your mind. So whether it's worry, anxiety, whatever it is, it's just negative, your life is going to be consumed by that negativity. And on the flip side, if it's consumed by Christ, and if you, you know, you go into God's word and you filter all these things that's coming at you through God's word, you can get all that junk out. Now, whatever consumes your thoughts controls your life. <clears throat> I mean, we are bomb bombarded with all types of information from the news, from books, different types of media, other people, things around us when we go out into the world, you know, but it could be that information, uh, that information could be false, causes you to worry, it fills your mind with nothing but negativity. And if all you hear is bad news, your thoughts are going to be consumed with bad thoughts. And if all you look at is the news, you're going to have such a messed up view of everything. You know, so, you know, listen, instead of waiting on the enemy, the world, or even your own brokenness, worry, or anxiety to feed your thoughts, you step in. You feed your mind with good things, positive things, godly things. Things that are true, that are honest, just, sincere, pure, lovely things. Things that are of good report, or in other words, good news that is true. You know, and on that, you know, what type of talk is taking place? Is it gossip? Is it true? Does it build up? Does it tear down? You know, is it of good report, or, or does it just rip people apart? Or is it just bad news? You know, what is being talked about, about, you know, before or after a, a meeting or in some cases, what's being talked about during the service? I mean, if there are any virtue or anything with a high moral standard, and if there be any praise or in other words, things that are worth being applauded, think on these things. The ultimate is to think on God, think on his word, think on his son. Remember what was done for you. Remember who you are in Christ. And listen, the best way to stop thinking negative thoughts is not. It's not by trying to fight those negative thoughts, by not thinking about them. Think about this. You know, If I tell you don't think about pink-spotted uh, pink penguins, you, you, you just thought about pink-spotted penguins. But instead of trying to fight that thought, Think about something else. Replace that thought with something that is good. So the best way to stop thinking negative thoughts is by thinking about something else. It sounds simple, of course, but it's still tough to do. 
You know, let's use Philippians 4.8 as the guide to judge those thoughts. Is it true? Is it honest? Is it pure? Is it just? Is it moral? Is it good news? Is it worth applauding? Is it godly? You know, if it doesn't meet these standards, and if it's not pleasing to God, don't dwell on those thoughts. And allow them to take root. You know, shift your thoughts to godly thoughts and think on those things. You know, we read in Romans 12 too that we are to renew our minds. And we do this through prayer, through reading God's word, you know, meditating on God. Meditating on God's word. Meditating on who God is. And through godly conversation. Now that's the key. Godly conversation with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Not gossip. Godly conversation. Conversating on God's word. Conversating on God's truth. Now we read in Romans 12, 21, it teaches us to not let evil overcome us, but overcome evil with good. So battle those bad, negative, worrisome thoughts that are doing nothing but filling you with anxiety and worry with good thoughts. Thoughts of your Father. Thoughts of your Lord. And remember that you can overcome all things no matter what it is because you can do all things through Christ because he will give you the strength to face anything and make it through. Don't be the strong one who wants to control everything and then worry about losing control. Rely on the strength of Christ for his strength is perfected in your weakness. And remember that whatever happens, whatever comes your way, whatever comes at you and tries to rip you apart, God is in control. And remember what God's done, what he's doing. And remember who God is and who you are in his son, Jesus Christ. Try not to worry. Stop worrying but think on these things think on good things godly things pure just honest good reports good news what's the good news the gospel of jesus christ pray thank god take everything to god in prayer, in thanksgiving, humbly, earnestly before your Father in heaven, because you can come to the throne room of grace with all boldness to obtain mercy and grace in your greatest time of need. Because God is love, God loves you. And by doing this, his peace, which goes beyond all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Do not say, I cannot do this, because you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength to do it. Oh. Think on these things. Go to God's word. Don't listen to the media. Don't even listen to other people if they're trying to tear you down, the enemy. Don't tear yourself down. Think on these things, good things, godly things. Think on the good news, the gospel of what was done for you through Christ. Think of who you are in Christ. Remember who you are in Christ. And know that even in your greatest time of need, God is with you and Christ is in you. I hope this has been an encouragement for you. I hope this has challenged you to battle negative thoughts, not by trying to fight those thoughts and get them out, but replacing them with good, 
positive thoughts, thoughts of God, thoughts of Christ, thoughts of good things, pure things. I do pray this has been an encouragement for you. Now, thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Forgive me for the link between the podcasts. But I do hope this has been an encouragement for you. And I pray that God richly blesses you. That you do all things for the glory of God and to the service of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that the grace and mercy of Christ Jesus the Lord be with you always. And again, thank you for listening. God bless.